Healthy John. Yes. Would you like to hold this? You want it on the mic stand? So what I'm going to speak on today, I printed out a few copies of it. I know there's many more people here than copies I have right now. Um, I have about 20 here, probably about, I think 21. And so who wants some notes? Who helps them to have some notes? Could I have someone go and hand this, these out? Just people, just raise your hand if notes really help you and you like to take things with you and follow along. And if we need to make more copies, I'm sure someone can grab one and go into the back and, and make another copy. Is there a way to turn on more lights up here? Yeah. Is it? Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am John Thorson. Um, my wife, Brianna, is here back there. Um, and we've had the privilege of being involved um, at Harvest Community for a couple of years now. Um, we got married a year ago, and we are expecting a baby in August. So, hallelujah. Actually got to feel the baby kick for the first time this morning. And so that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. So I'm, um, we're both seniors at North Central University, and we both are going to be graduating in the spring. So a little bit about who we are. And Paul asked, um, asked me to, to speak on something regarding the Holy Spirit. And I know that's kind of been the series that we've been walking through. Um, and so I'm just wondering, what are some of the, the highlights over the last few weeks that we've learned about the Holy Spirit? Just shout it out. Some, some things that have been taught about in those last few weeks. Who he is and what he does. Anything else? He reveals the heart of the Father. He's always with us. He's the Spirit of Truth. That's good. He'll teach us all things. That's a good promise. That's awesome. Well, this morning, um, I'm wanting to talk about. The, it's kind of a Pauline concept, and I'm going to take it kind of past Paul and use it in different areas of the New Testament, but it's about walking in the Spirit. Um, if I had an opportunity to like teach a new community that, that didn't know Jesus, and I could just teach two messages, I would teach the gospel, and I would teach people how to hear the voice of God. Amen. Because I, I really believe that in order to live out the the new covenant, the new um the new um, way that God has brought us into, hearing his voice is necessary. Because it's, it's, it's walking in the Spirit. It's being relational with him. It's no longer living by principle, but living out of relationship with God himself. And so that's what um, I'm excited to talk about. 
Um, a few weeks ago, I work at a coffee shop in downtown Minneapolis called Segway Cafe, and I get lots of opportunity to, to kind of bless people there and talk to people about the Lord. And there's this guy who's there every single morning, and he's a really strong agnostic. And, um, and so we always get in these kind of funny conversations. Um, and so a few weeks ago, I was, I was talking to him and um, telling him a little bit about my faith. And everything I say, he just kind of says, no, you don't. That's not possible. You know, that's, that's kind of his response. And, and so um, a few weeks ago, I said, you know, I hear the voice of God. He's like, no, you don't. He's like, I do. <laughs> I do. And, and so he can't really say anything because my experience against his experience. And, and so hearing the voice of God is something that we see throughout the whole Bible. We see Adam and we see other people in, in the early Old Testament walking in the cool of the morning with God. They're walking with him. They're hearing from him. We see the, the kings and the prophets and, and the saints of the Old Testament walking and the, and the Spirit of God is on them. And they're having relational interaction with the Spirit of God. And so that's kind of my, my definition of, of walking in the Spirit this morning is walking in the Spirit is a life of relational interaction with the Spirit of God. Um, let's, let's pray and, and get started this morning. Father God, we love you. God, we want to get to know you. We want to know your voice. We want to know your voice so that we can just walk with you and be obedient to you, God. God, we're so foolish on our own, but we're strong with you. God, so we just ask that you come this morning and you um, take what's in my heart, God, and you uh, allow it to be made known. God, I, I ask that you just be glorified this morning and that people would would really learn some, some practical and, and some... Um, Bible for understanding what it means to walk in your spirit, to hear your voice, and to spend every day in your presence. In Jesus' name. Um, the first point we're going to talk about today is that Jesus is our example for walking in the spirit. Let's turn to John five, nineteen. Just going to be the two verses, John 5, 19 and 20. And then after that, we're going to skip over to 16, verse 13. And I'm going to be looking at the ESV. So John 5, 19 and 20. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does... That the Son does likewise. For the lo Father loves the Son and shows him all that he himself is doing. And greater works than these he will show him, so that you may marvel. Do you know what this shows me? Jesus needed revelation from God. And you, I encourage you to dig into this yourself, because it isn't agreed upon completely within the, the church. But I truly believe that Jesus, he, ha he was under the power of the Holy Spirit in his ministry. In the same way, we can be in the power of the Holy Spirit in ministry. And so Jesus' life is an example for us. In John 16, Jesus talks about the Holy Spirit coming. 
And he talks about it in a very similar way as what he just said, his experiences with the Father. When the Spirit of truth comes, this is John 16, 13. <coughs> when the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you that things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. In Romans 8.17, it says that we have been adopted into the family of God, and we are now heirs with Jesus Christ. And so what it's saying is that we have now become, have come into the, the opportunity to be able to hear the voice of God, to be able to walk with him in the same way Jesus did. And that's pretty crazy. And so, um, so this adoption means that we can have communion with God like Jesus. As God's sons and daughters, we can have relational interaction with the Spirit of God. Not only did Jesus promise the coming Holy Spirit, but he also promises in John 10, 17, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Walking in the Spirit and hearing God's voice is a part of our inheritance as children of God. So one of the questions, Snow Eve's kind of laid out the foundation of, okay, we're supposed to hear God's voice. The question is, do we? And, and I would like to say, we all do. I, we were created to be in relationship with God. It was our, our original function. And so I believe sometimes that we actually miss that God's talking to us because it's kind of like breathing, it's so, like, it's so a part of us, it's so, like, innate in us to hear God that we sometimes just kind of blow it off. We sometimes think it's just my thoughts. Sometimes we, we think maybe the thoughts are kind of pesky thoughts because, it, you know, I'm being encouraged to do things. But I promise that everyone in here, just by the very fact of you being here, you have heard the voice of God and you've said yes. You know, wh whether or not you even, like, believe in Jesus yet, if there's some of you who don't, just the fact that you're here today means that you have heard the voice of God and you've responded. And we're, as we go, we're going to talk about how we can kind of grow in that hearing of God's voice. And so the first step that I'm going to give you today for kind of walking in the spirit is just a instruction to listen. Listen to him because he speaks to you. He's, it's so like innate in us. It's so, and so sometimes we'll just kind of see someone and maybe they're, they're hurting, they're crying, and our heart goes out to them. And you know, we have compassion for them. And so what we need to do, we need to stop and say, God, are you speaking to me? God, are you speaking to me? And we need to ask. And so part of this, this listening to God is, is this second asking, God, is this what you're speaking to me? Um, when I first started hearing the voice of the Lord, it was back in 2009, um, I went down to the International House of Prayer with um, Brianna's youth group. It wasn't really my youth group yet, and it's kind of a charismatic youth group, and we spent a whole week down in the prayer room. And when we were down there, for the first time in my life, just began hearing the voice of God and just feeling called by him. And like, it was just these inclinations of my heart. It was just, go here, go pray for this person, go talk to this person, go learn from this person. And... I just felt like I was on a leash and I was just walking around, like just getting pulled around. And, and it was like, 
it was just fascinating. It was just like, I just want to be here. And, and I was like, I was getting so much done, but I wasn't trying. You know, some of you have probably experienced that, and that's often how walking in the Spirit is. You're, you're, you're walking with God, and you're like doing ministry, doing things, but you're not putting a lot of effort into it because he's doing it all through you. He's walking with you. He's guiding you. You're not needing to manipulate situations. You're not needing to overthink things. Um, this happened last week. I had the opportunity to, to lead worship on Tuesday. And um, I had prepared all, everything, prepared all the music. I got here, and I was here. I was asking God about um, Tuesday night, and God told me to have a gospel focus. Just, I was like, oh, okay, I'll do a gospel focus. I get down, and my first three songs are pure gospel. I didn't plan it. I didn't even think about it. You know, but, but it's this, this reality of God orders our steps. And sometimes it's, it's his voice is so much more natural than we think that we don't even realize he's talking to us. But we need to acknowledge it. Because when we acknowledge it as him, then we can partner with him. And so that's <clears throat> the really important part about listening. Realize he is speaking to you. And um, he, he's speaking to you, the inclinations of your heart, when you feel called to do things that kind of go beyond yourself, to love people, to do things. And, um, and, that's, and that's part of hearing the voice of God. It was a powerful night. It was a wonderful night. Um, <clears throat> All right, I want to read for you that first year when I was really experiencing God a lot, I wrote a poem about kind of all these different experiences. And so this was, I was, I was really fresh in this when I wrote this, wrote this poem. And it's called Words of Hope. And so instead of kind of talking about all the different ways God can speak to us, I just want to read this because it kind of covers them. Whispers of a heavenly nature, often heard, felt, read. The joy of content knowing. The solemn words of him, words that cannot be ignored. Words in dreams, words bouncing around my head, sitting in silence waiting to hear that whisper. Spoken words, dreams, pictures, feelings, bold words in your head, relationships, circumstance, or words of hope from a certain book difficult to ignore. Are they your words, God, or are they just wishful thinking? They are your words, God, because I recognize your voice. So I will listen to your whisper everywhere I go, hidden knowledge in that whisper, in a dream and in a friend. I will take your words as your words and mine as mine, and I will act upon your words and pray over my own, because they too may be truth, truth that I know. I thank God for his whispers, for in them I am content. They are truth known and unknown. Both are hope to a friend. And so I just want to encourage you that if, if you are in a place where you say, I don't hear God very often, take a step back a little bit and acknowledge God. Acknowledge him every day because he is speaking to you. And once you begin acknowledging and asking and just, just saying, God, I'm here and I'm willing to be used by you today. I'm here and I'm willing, you know, I, I'm listening. It, it just kind of turns our heart and puts us in a place where, where we can do that. Um, let's turn to Acts 16. <clears throat> Acts 16, 6. This is a story about Paul and Timothy um, just as part of their journeys but it shows um, 
some cool things about hearing from the Holy Spirit. So, it's, so this is Paul and Timothy. So Paul and Timothy, they went to the region of Phrygia in Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come to Mysia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. Isn't preaching the gospel a good thing? Wouldn't it have been a good thing to preach the gospel in Asia? The, the lesson behind this is not all good things are God things. There are things that God leads us to do and things that God doesn't lead us to. And, and this is really important in walking in the Spirit because it's not about principle. It's not about just following a set of principles. It's walking in relationship with God. God is not calling us to live simply by the principles of doing works, but rather by the guiding of the Holy Spirit. We can, with good intentions, fail to follow God's leading. When living by principle, it is easy to overwork, to burn out, and to become stressed. But when we walk in the Spirit, He who knows us intimately leads us into times of ministry, community, and rest. We are called to discern God's will from our own. God, your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Walking the Spirit is a call to prayerfully discern God's will. Um, and so the, the call in this is called to discern. Because again, what I said before is sometimes God will give you inclinations of your heart. But sometimes those inclinations need discernment and, and the result changes. So last week, uh, my wife and I had, were blessed on our spring break to go to Florida and so we were spending time with our old youth director that we went to IHOP with way back then. And he's now a senior pastor in Claremont, Florida. And when you got that tan from. where I got the tan from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No. And so when we were down there, he has a really awesome church, an awesome community. It's Florida. You know, it's like, we could live here. And he offers me a job. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a good thing? <laughs> to, <laughs> wouldn't it be a good thing to do ministry in Florida <laughs> with an awesome pastor and, and and with a really fun community and 70 degree winters? Oh wow. No, but but God has called us other things right now. And and we know that because we've been walking with God. We've been listening to his spirit and we know that he's called us into things. And so even though it's the, the idea is really tempting and we talked about it, prayed about it. That's what discerning is. You got to pray. When opportunities come, you got to pray. But realizing that not all good things are God things. Because sometimes people kind of have this idea, it doesn't really matter what I do as long as I am doing it for God. And I think God honors that in a way, in the sense he will show up and bless you because you're his child. Um, but there is a, a place that God has for us. There's a, like, there's, the, this is a different message maybe, but a place of favor, walking with the Lord where he has a plan for my life. And I'm, when I'm walking with him in that, things fall into place. And that's another thing of walking in the spirit. Things just fall into place. And just, and what I started saying when I first was experiencing it, God works so much more perfectly and more unexpectedly than we can possibly imagine. 
And over and over, that was my experience. So unexpected, but so perfect. So unexpected, but so perfect. And so that's the kind of lifestyle that is. So not all good things are God things. And so we need discernment when opportunities come up. Um, Another thing with discernment, this is just a small thing, but it's also really important. James 1.8, it talks about um, being double-minded. And so it's, it's this idea that if you are struggling with some major sins, it's really difficult to hear the voice of God. And, and sometimes people who are struggling with sin, they will think God's telling them to do things or God is allowing things that he never would. And so if that's your place, it's always better to bring someone else into the discernment process, a pastor, something like that, and, be, and just be very careful with, with discernment. If, if there's a kind of major sin struggle in your life, because it's really easy to be double-minded in that way. Um, and, and again, in all of this, this, the scripture is our foundation. It is our, our standard, and it is our, our balance for everything. This is, this is kind of a funny story. So, um, two years ago, I was... I was selling a lot of plasma in college. And so I'd go to jump on a bus, go to the U of M campus and go to CSL plasma and, and make my 50 bucks a week over there by doing that twice a week. Um, and, and so one time I was, I was just heading to the light rail or it, the bus station's right next to the light rail heading over there. And I just started like getting this weight on me of just like the kind of like the spiritual frustration and uh, as I'm walking and I'm just like, I'm, this is weird, but I'm just going to push through. I'm going to push through. And I keep going, keep going. And this frustration just building. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm not supposed to be going this direction. And so I turned around and just started walking the other way. You know, it's like, I guess I'm on God time now because I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell plasma. And so I'm, I'm walking along and I'm kind of by HCMC and I see someone and I, and I get a chance to, to pray for someone to bless them. But still, I'm just like, okay, just don't feel released. And, and this, it's, a lot of this, it is a feeling thing because God, again, he's, he lives inside us. He's, it's Jesus Christ, the hope of glory in, within us, and he, he speaks to us so intimately. So I'm walking along. I get to Elliott Park, and I'm, and I'm walking around in Elliott Park, and I just feel the tug of the Spirit on my heart saying, pick up garbage. <clears throat> pick up garbage. And so for half an hour, I walked around Elliott Park and picked up garbage. And then I felt free to go. It's weird, (laughs) but I'm really glad I was faithful because in that process, I learned to hear God's voice more. I learned to hear him more and and it was a really blessed time. And and I don't know, like in this situation with Paul, maybe if he would have gone to Asia, he would have been executed. Maybe if he would have gone to Asia, something else would have happened. Maybe there was a a bigger, maybe if I would have gone on the bus that day, something would have happened. I don't know, you know, and it doesn't really matter. You know, those what if don't really matter, but it's always better to follow God. It's always better to be walking with him. So let's go to Galatians 5. It's talking about the the fruit of the spirit. Galatians 5, 16. And so point number three, we're all called 
We are called to keep in step with the Holy Spirit. So turn to verse 16, just do 16 and 18, and then I'm going to jump to 22. So Galatians 5, 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under law. And then he gives a list of, kind of the, the, <clears throat> the fruit of the flesh, or what, what we reap from the flesh. And then in verse 22, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, you read it with me, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ, Jesus, have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit... Let us keep in step with the Spirit. And so, th- there's this, the reason I love walking in the Spirit, it's a, it's a, it's a phrase of action. It's, it's a phrase of, of like, it's, it's this, like, our whole life is movement forward. Every day, every minute, as I'm standing here, we're moving forward. And so, walking in the Spirit, is, it's this, this thing of, all the time, we're walking with Him. We're walking with him. As time is moving forward, we're walking with him. He's speaking to us. He's, he's leading us. Um, and as we live in relational interaction with the Spirit of God, good spiritual fruit is produced. And I would maybe argue it's the only way it's truly produced is when we're walking with God in that way. Sometimes we're not very knowledgeable that we are walking with God in that way. We're not really aware of it. And the more we become aware of it, the more we can partner with God and everything. But the spiritual fruit are spiritual fruit. They're produced by the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> As Paul says, walk in the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Keeping in step with the Spirit is not just about holiness. It is for all of life and ministry. In the book of Acts, the Holy Spirit empowered believers for supernatural ministry, advised believers communally, brought about manifestations of power, and guided people individually. We are called to keep in step and live in daily expectation of the Holy Spirit leading us. And so, I have the kind of the, the third kind of instruction for us. The first was listen, discern, and this is, is walk. In this idea, we need to live life in expectation. And, and this is something that when you understand it, it changes everything. It may take a while to understand it. And that's okay. If you don't understand it right now, that's all right. But this idea that I realize that because I'm partnering with God, things are going to change. The atmosphere is going to change. Walking down downtown, like someone could be saved. Someone could move from death to life because I'm a child of God and I'm walking downtown. It's, it's this, this expectation that God is with me. God is powerful and he's with me and things can change. Because he's with me. And so when we realize that when we're partnering with God, we can have this great expectation. And so we can come into every, all of life, not just ministry, all of life with expectation. You know, I'm going to work today and I'm a child of the living God. And so I'm, when I come, things are going to happen today that are really cool because God is with me. 
<clears throat> so walking in the Spirit is living in expectation of divine encounter, guidance, and ministry. Um, you jump to Hebrews 11. Um, this is just the first few verses that <clears throat> are well known. <clears throat> and I think in this, in some way, is, is the key to understanding all of this. Um, you know that, I don't know where I ever heard this, but I think I used to hear talk about blind faith, that Christianity was blind faith. It's not blind faith. <laughs> it never has been. And we see that in this verse where it says what faith is. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It is the conviction of things not seen. For by it, the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible. And after this, there's the whole, it's called the, people call it the, the faith hall of fame. And we, and we hear about Moses and we hear about Elijah and we hear about the, these men of God and women of God who did extraordinary things and they're accredited to have great faith. And so the question is, what is this faith? And if, and if living in faith is really what we're supposed to be doing, it really wraps into walking in the spirit. And so, I have a question. When Moses stuck his rod into the Red Sea, why did it open? Why did the Red Sea open? Did it open because he stuck his rod in the Red Sea? He, he believed. But it happened because God spoke. God said, put your rod in the sea. The power is in God speaking. Every time. We have faith because God spoke. It's the only reason. It's the only reason why we have faith. And if you read through that list, you'll, you'll see over and over again, why was, he talks about Abraham, the man of faith. Why? God spoke. God spoke, God spoke, God spoke. So faith is trusting and obeying in what God has spoken to us. The biblical saints and prophets are a part of the Faith Hall of Fame in Hebrews 11 because they were obedient to God's revealed word. We learn to hear the voice of the Lord by obeying when the Holy Spirit leads us. I think this is the question a lot of people have, how do I grow in hearing God's voice? Obey him when you do. It's the really the only way to grow and learn what he sounds like, learn how he speaks to you. To grow in him is to be obedient when you hear him. And so if you desire to hear the voice of the Lord more, be obedient. Be obedient to what he tells you. And this really changes everything because you learn his voice. You learn, like, and it's just so much joy. God, I know you. 
God, I know you. As I, I can tell this agnostic, I hear the voice of the Lord. That's why I trust him. That's why I love him, because I hear him, because he speaks to me. He's intimate. He lives with me. He walks with me. It's the, it's the promise of the new covenant, a union with God. And when we obey the Holy Spirit, our listening, our discerning, and our walking with him matures. Every time. Every time we obey, because when we obey, something happens. When the rod goes into the sea, the sea part, the sea parted. And so the same thing happens to us. When we feel the God calling us to do something, and we obey, we see the manifestation of the obedience. And what happens is we say, God, I can hear your voice. God, I can discern what you asked me to do. And God, I'm just going to continue walking with you because of it. And so there's this, this, this growing that happens. And, and I think this is a part of the, the process of ever-increasing glory that Paul talks about in 2 Corinthians 3. This process of walking with the Lord, of gazing at him, of, of being transformed by him, and walking in obedience. So we are called to listen, called to discern, to walk, and to obey. Does this does this make sense? Does does this does this help anyone? Like, because this is this is so important. Like this is again, if I could, if you already know the gospel, and I can teach you one thing. You know, it's to encourage you to start walking with the Lord. And if you don't hear his voice now and you want to, when you feel the inclination of your heart, be obedient. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. It's something that's practiced. It's very true. Yep. It's very practical. Yep. And so, I would love to be able to do some some ministry now with with this kind of listening, discerning, walking, and obeying. And and so first let's um let's just break up and pray for each other about this. And and wherever you are, if you're saying, Well, I hear God a lot, but I'm not very good at discerning <laughs> what he's calling me to do, be honest about that and, and pray for that. If you want to just hear God's voice more, get some prayer in that area. Um, if you struggle being obedient when God calls you to do things, um, get some prayer for that and, and get some blessing for that. And we'll and we'll see um, where this goes from there. So go ahead, just split up into groups. Let's do that.